In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker... Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? You get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sup Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Millie, we did our we did a little bit of a wild style wedding debrief yesterday, but um, I feel like I'd be remiss not to offer you an opportunity to add your commentary and analysis. Um, you know, great time, ten out of ten. Uh, good mix. Love Elisa's family. Love Danny's family. Uh, we hung out. Obviously, we got a great betches. People mm-hmm. followed. This is the first wedding I went to where I, I got went followers to a wedding. from the wedding. I got followers. From the <laughs> okay, I'm glad you brought this up because, as the like maniac that I am, I was looking at the uh, insights on some of the things I posted, and I posted oh a God. picture of all of us and Chris, and um, tagged you all. Everybody got like te- half a dozen sticker taps. Millie, six hundred. Millie wow. in her gorgeous silk red dress got everybody was like, who is this? This is on my personal. This isn't even Stop. on sub. I'll look at sub and then tell you how many people clicked on you. Stop. She was the, I got Stop. under, I got overdone in the metrics for my own goddamn photograph. Oh my God. Wow. Um, I, well, first of all, I'd like to thank Shein uh, <laughs> for giving me this $20 dress. No way. <laughs> Is yeah. that how you say its name? Shien? I'm saying it the Japanese way, but uh, it's it's Chinese, oh. so it's probably wrong. I um, thought you okay. had like a stylist and that's who you were thinking. I know. My I was like, Shien. who's Shien? And then I was like, Shan. Shien. And then I was like, no, no, Shien. no, no. Yeah. I know it. there's a big debate um, about fast fashion in this country and it is a huge problem but as a plus size okay. woman i do remove myself from that conversation because there's not that many options so Shean is great if you're looking yeah. you you if gotta you, you got you, there right through the doors right after release yes oh my god okay yeah okay well now well first of all I had a boob tape debacle where <laughs> I ran out and let me tell you if you guys want the brand there is, I had one piece of tape on these triple D titties, <laughs> like whole doing a fuck each and they were doing their job. I rather, but yeah, anyway, were so, they, or is that maybe why you got 600 taps on my picture? I'm going to have to go, but no, they were, they were, they definitely were. <laughs> yeah, no, they were working because it, they would be the, the, the nipples would be to the belly button. <laughs> if, if this piece of tape wasn't holding on for dear life. <laughs> Um, But anyway, I've worn the same anthropology garment that I bought earlier this summer to three weddings. It's been incredible because I've had all the weddings I've had this summer had no, uh, no, none of the same. Yeah. Other than Mike and I don't care. I don't, I don't care about him. (laughs) I mean, whatever. 
I mean, that is the argument for slow fashion versus fast fashion but is that you can yeah. rewear over and over. But again. it was still, it was, it was like a hundred dollars for a jumpsuit that I have. I rarely it ever, looked but, great on you. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. I love it. I wear it all the time. I also wore it to uh, the Betches gathering. And the good thing about being a man among many other obvious things is that um, <laughs> you wear a suit to every wedding, but if you just mix up the tie, it yeah. looks like a different outfit. You know, you and Antonio so, looked incredible. You and Antonio yeah, looked you. so good. Thank you. you guys looked great and yeah i totally see the 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 um the tie the tie was great the tie combo thank you. was great yeah thank you that's true and then also too if you're a gay man you only need to buy like three ties and your partner needs to buy three and then you got enough suits Ooh, damn yes. it yeah the Talk only about- issue with that in mm-hmm. my personal in my personal life is that he prefers bow ties and I prefer oh. ties. So it's a point of contention, but we'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> I had it, uh, an icebreaker topic for the top, but we don't need it. We just went right in. So uh, we took care of that. So for today, we're going to hit on a few topics. We're going to share an update on the Texas abortion law because I've been raising such an alarm about this. There aren't huge updates, but I'll share what we know, which hopefully will be outdated by the time you hear this because maybe Justice Samuel Alito will have saved abortion. We'll see. (laughs) We'll also discuss the European Union's potential warning to unvaccinated travelers and how the virus is doing in the country. And by virus, I mean Ron DeSantis. First, Mm -hmm. um, feels like we have to, I say it feels like we have to address it, but we're out of Afghanistan. The long, the past couple of weeks have just made me feel day after day, like I have less and less I have to say, or that needs to be heard about Afghanistan. And every day I realize mm-hmm. how little I know, but um, mm-hmm. we can't not, not mention it. The 20 year war is uh, wheels up on the last plan over. It's kind of, it's kind of odd to, it's kind of strange to try to consider what uh, the next phase of, of this is because there has to be a next phase and hopefully yeah. it's not war. Hopefully it's a multi-decade humanitarian effort, but mm-hmm. what do you guys think? You know, I feel like, yeah, you know, I think there's so much blame on Biden, which is crazy to me, Um, you know, and even reading like some of the New York Times, like uh, arguments or some some like op ed pieces saying why we should have stayed in Afghanistan. And they're like, it's only a few casualties a year. Like, it's just so clear that, you know, anybody who's who's saying that we should have stayed there longer is so far away from, you know, the actual impact of like, they haven't lost a family member. They don't know any Afghan, you know, you know what I mean? Like they are so far removed from it that like, of course they're like, yeah, whatever, let's stay as long as possible. But, you know, I was just reading, like comparing it to Vietnam or to the Korea or anything like that. Like, you know, those things, we were only there for like four years or something. And this has been 20 years. So it's it's crazy to think that, you know, people who were born when we invaded Afghanistan um, can drink now or something, know. you know? Well, so, I mean, yeah. so many of those soldiers who died were in their early 20s. And so to think of that even yeah. is they were maybe not maybe not even a year old, maybe not even born before this whole conflict had started and. Yeah, this it's terrible. Yeah. And I feel like we say that, but when I really think about that to like offer your life to a war, I mean, even though we come on this podcast and we say wars are bad, we should never have gone to war. 
with Afghanistan, we watched 9-11. So I feel like in our bodies, we understand the instinct and we have like a, we understand why it's happening, mm. but to just have like, to have to had wrapped your head around that, having not personally experienced that, mm. um, and then to lose your life for it. It's just like, it's just unconscionable. That's interesting. I never thought about it. It's true. Yeah. I've been, I mean, there's no way to like parallel this, but thinking about sort of how this moves forward, I, I would expect and I guess hope that like when we refer to Afghanistan for the next couple of decades, it's in a way where we're talking about, like I said, like an ongoing humanitarian mm-hmm. uh, obligation, like maybe in a similar, not similar, but like how people of an earlier generation think of, of Vietnam. That was another war we lost. And that's a place that has like a lot of significance for a lot of Americans. But I also feel like there is a huge risk where we just leave and it just, people don't, it, it bleeds into Middle East conflict. Yeah. Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke yesterday and basically just said, we're going to keep trying to get people out. He said there, including um, interpreters, people that have are entitled to visas or even people who aren't. He said that there were 250 Americans who were not only still there, but who were still there and didn't want to be, which just seems really terrifying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Taliban, if it government made you know agreements with the Taliban to leave them alone. I mean, the Taliban's not, I was gonna say they're not stupid. I'm sure some of them are, but like you kill more Americans, this thing escalates. That's what I'm scared of happening next. Well, they, so they're, you know, Afghanistan is in the midst of a drought and they have COVID-19 and they need, they know the Taliban know that they need humanitarian help. So, and that comes from outside, you know, countries like the United States and allies. So like you said, I don't think they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was even here listening to a podcast about how there's even factions within the Taliban of like people who are more conservative versus liberal. I mean, like on the scale right. from like Taliban, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. that to the same extent, like, uh, right. Like to the same extent that there are people that there are also people in the Taliban that were not born for nine 11. Mm. I don't mean that to like soften them, but I just mean that the, the, mm-hmm. the, the point of view and frame of reference they're coming from is it's different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is so nerdy, but stay with <laughs> me. But like, you know, in Avatar, The Last Airbender, like they just, you know, when um they show this like hundred year war or whatever. And it's just like, it really puts you in the perspective of like, there are probably so many people, so many of these young people who view America as like, they've been bombing us relentlessly, killing people. They've killed my parents. They've killed, you know? fuck that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give, so it's just like in their point of view, I could totally understand and have compassion for somebody who's like not trying to work with the U S I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they weren't born pre nine 11 and whatever, and they've seen the Taliban in a different light, you know? Right. I think that's also like a good argument for why we had to leave because the longer we stay and there are so many Afghan civilian deaths between the security forces mm-hmm. and civilians, it's like over a hundred, it's like 150,000 or a hundred, a hundred thousand. And then like 50,000 Taliban and other fighters. But mm-hmm. the more people we kill, the, it's a, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. And it just gives the extremists exactly what they want. I'm sure I bet, you know, on the anniversary of September 11th, there's going to be more retrospectives. That's going to be an intense one, 20 years 
Um, so we'll have more information and probably do a dedicated show for that then. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift, because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So we'll do a follow-up on Texas abortion law, which is going into effect at midnight tonight unless the Supreme Court intervenes. I keep triple-checking to see if I have this wrong because I feel like every quote-unquote heartbeat bill, every six-week ban, they they get blocked because they're unconstitutional. But these fuckers in Texas wrote this in a way where that's pretty tricky. So lawyers for reproductive rights groups, quite a few of them, they submitted an emergency application to the Supreme Court. Uh, Specifically, this one went to Justice Samuel Alito, who reviews requests from that region. Lawyers for the groups asked him to either block the law. And if you didn't listen yesterday or you're not sure, this is the one that bans abortion after six weeks, but has basically just residents enforce it by suing each other. It doesn't involve public officials. So Alito said, "Okay, all of you have to respond and explain yourselves by 5 p.m. tonight. What's going on in the background here? I like for me, understanding like the court system, I'm embarrassed to say this, but it's like math for me. Like my brain does not hold on to it. I have asked Mike to explain what's going on to me 45 times and I just can't grasp it. I've said this before, but when I ask him to explain things simply, I'll try to like surprise him like quick, yes or no. And he still can't. It's very long winded, but it does have to do with the way the law is written. 
if no specific individual or institutions are responsible for enforcing the law, then there's not really anybody precise for abortion rights organizations to sue. So the group asked a federal judge to prevent any of the state's trial court judges from hearing the cases or the state clerks from accepting the lawsuits. They're also suing this guy named Mark Dixon. His, he just loves the unborn. That's all. He just loves them. He's all, he's helps write these laws. He's a huge, like right-wing nut. Um, and he has like threatened to sue providers once the law goes into effect. So the reproductive rights groups are like, okay, so he's who we're suing, but that is gumming up the works because they're two different types of defendants. And I believe that's, what's been slowing this down. So like I said, Alito has asked everyone to explain themselves by 5 PM tonight. Presumably the law goes into effect at midnight and I mean, if this isn't sorted out, you can't get an abortion in Texas tomorrow after six weeks. Like, or I guess you can, but you just have to, women can, to be clear. Like, I want to be, I, I want to sort of keep this in, but I'll take that back. Do what you need to do. Like, I don't want to share misinformation, but the law will be in effect. And providers will be keeping that in mind when they're deciding what what to do. I, I Everything I've seen has said this will probably get blocked, but it's really close for comfort it's just so ridiculous like i don't you know it's like what can we say at this point like let it go you guys lost the abortion fucking like why are we still fighting about this like it's the same people who are like still fighting about gay marriage like Mm -hmm. like just let it go (laughs) you guys almost 50 years almost 50 years like yeah. A lot of them have let gay marriage go. I feel like they know that that's not something that like young Republicans are interested in. All are gay young Republicans too, but this issue just they've been able I I don't know if it's more connected they just to like been corporate saved interests. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also it's like what if your hospitals are filled with covid patients and exactly. now you're going to put you're going to put abortion back in the shadows? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, right? It's like I I do not understand like these people don't don't like vaccines. They're fighting mask mandates. They don't give a fuck about kids in schools. They don't want schools to have mask mandates. Children are dying of COVID. And then they're like, oh, also your neighbors can track you down and snitch on you if you get an abortion. First of all, six weeks is nothing. Like, you don't really know that you're pregnant until maybe six weeks. So it's basically banning abortions. And it's just like, why? Just let people get abortion. Like, they're going, going to, to anyway. They're, they're going, going to, to anyway. anyway. And, and they're not going to have a kid. Don't fucking make them have a kid. Right. Because these states do not help parents care for the kids. It's crazy. Absolutely. That's the other thing. It's like they're creating more problems and not fixing any of them. You yeah, know, like yeah. it, it, there's no there's no solution making being happening. Like they're not even offering an alternative to be like, and we're also introducing this like code bill or whatever the fuck it's called. Where if you do indeed keep your child, we'll give you no. X amount of dollars a month. It's you know uh, to new ch- like mothers or something right. like it, it. It so it's just like it just is um bad what they, governing. What they think their oh, job? Know, yeah, exactly. No, I'm just just exactly like I guess uh, piggybacking off Brian's like these people are fighting the child tax credit, mm-hmm. like the thing that gives parents three hundred dollars a month. You know what I mean? They f- they're fighting it and they don't want to charge rich people for it, you know? So it's just like, yeah, exactly. What is your job? I just also want to recommend um, the movie uh, Never, Sometimes, Always. Um, 
definitely or something like that. It, it, it's a movie. I got to find the, the thing. Mm-hmm. But it's this um, indie film that came out last year. And it's basically about this 17 year old girl who's in Pennsylvania who gets pregnant and then basically steals money from her job and her and her friend go to New York City and like get an abortion. And just like it just really is a good film that like humanizes and like makes you see the effects of like somebody who lives in rural Pennsylvania and like basically what they get to was like this girl is probably abused mm-hmm. and like all this stuff like you know and it's such a great film because they don't show anything too graphic or anything but like but it's just like fuck dude it's really hard you know people are like oh well they can just go to another state but like if you have no money you're making seven dollars an hour like how are you gonna fucking get to another state and like wait there and then they have like um that was the other thing too was like when they get there they thought they were just going to be able to get the abortion and leave but like it's like a two-day waiting period mm-hmm. so they were like sleeping on the streets for two it's crazy wow i have to watch this it's called never rarely sometimes always i think i heard about this when it came out exactly yeah yeah that's the film and it's really really good um but yeah that, that was just something that would just like really humanize like yeah these are who are suffering when we make laws like this you know mm-hmm. and it's, it's just really sad so while we're on this topic, I guess this topic's being assholes who refuse to govern, the U.S. Department of Education has told five states that they're investigating whether their bans on wearing masks in schools discriminate against students with disabilities. Those states are Iowa, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Utah. This doesn't include some of our worst offenders like Florida, since that mask nonsense was stopped through litigation, and I think there's also a process in Texas. They say that by prohibiting schools from implementing mask requirements, the department is concerned that these states are preventing students at heightened risk for severe illness from COVID-19 from returning to in-person schooling. The investigation will come from its Office of Civil Rights. So schools have a legal obligation to provide an equal educational opportunity to students with disabilities. Some disabilities predispose students to extreme sickness if they're infected with COVID-19. It's also worth noting that some students with disabilities rely on instruction methods or general assistance that just doesn't work with social distancing. Um, They need assistance with certain tasks or there can be more hands-on learning. Mm -hmm. This comes after Biden instructed the education department basically to figure out a way to undermine these mask mandates. And thanks to the disability rights movement, they did. They're going to specifically look at whether the state Violate, whether these state bans violate Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973, as well as Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act, both really hard, hard fought pieces of legislation. The CDC has, after all, advised all children K through 12s to wear masks indoors, regardless of local transmission rates. So this seems like a, a, a very novel way to try to approach this. Yeah, um, it makes it makes sense. It's especially, you know, it's a public school, you know, public schools should be safe for the pub, the whole public. I, and I think it's a, I think it's a smart way to go about it. Um, I'm just, I'm just like hoping that, you know, they will move to allow children to get vaccinated. I know soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just reading an article about like how it's just like the FDA is being overly cautious and like super bureaucratic and stuff. And like they could have, you know, with, with the, with the FDA approvals, but yeah, I mean, first, yeah, I hope kids get, can wear. I feel like I've heard timelines that were like by the end of the year, we might have information on if young kids could be vaccinated. It's already September, but I I've also heard Millie like parents just bringing them to the pediatrician, like, please, 
fine. Yeah. Just please. You will also there's other vaccines you need to have to be able to go to public school as well. Um, so it's like, um, just, and the mask is the best thing that they can do for this sort of thing. So it just makes, it just, you know, logically it makes sense. Yeah. My (laughs) My question and DM me personally, if you know the answer to this, which is the department of education is saying that it discriminates against people with disabilities to, if you ban requiring masks, but when, if then the argument is it discriminates against people with disabilities if people are not masked during the COVID-19 pandemic, then wouldn't it follow that then they would have to make an argument that people have to wear masks? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it only still will protect the kids with disabilities whose school districts bother to have mask mandates. But I guess the idea is like, that's better than nothing. We can protect the kids that we can apply this, this standard to. I guess I'm just like, what about people who say that like it's against their religion to wear a mask, which, you know, I, I mean, I think that's bullshit, but like, that's an argument. Yeah. That yeah. Making. Yeah. Liber- so liberty. Like, yeah. So I'm just, which I'm just like, we're in the Bible. It's like what, li- what, say, what's, what are you pointing to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't oh, know. They're pointing to, get... there are these two kids that are pointing to, um, they say that they were made in God's perfect image. So that covering mm-hmm. their face is an insult to God's. Are they also nudists? Do they (laughs) wear clothes? What about glasses? Do they wear glasses? (laughs) Yeah, they wear hats. They wear clothes. They do all that. Also, if you don't like people wearing masks and think they don't do anything, the next time you have any type of surgery or go to the dentist, Mm -hmm. I want you to tell your dentist and your doctor to not wear a mask while they are in your face. You know, like because masks don't work because they don't work. Yeah. What's the point? I mean, I'm just like, then don't take your kids to fucking public school. Yeah. You know? And then you'll be hard pressed to find or homeschool your kids. Like if you don't want to get them vaccinated, if you don't, you know, yeah. this is these are social contracts that we have to. But th- th- I mean, again, yet again, it is these people who don't want any consequences for their decisions. OK, like if you. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it, but you can't participate. Yes. But they want right. to be able to participate, take their kids to school, have teachers risk their fucking life, you mm-hmm. know, already because of the school shooter situation. And like, the, you mm-hmm. know, and people are like, again, like, there's all this shit about that teachers can't even keep the doors open um, yeah. in classrooms for ventilation because of active su- shooters. Well, and, it's, like, and it's yeah. And it's also not just the, the, the teacher's lives. It's the teacher's family's lives. Like I think exactly. of my brother in law who has a two month old baby going back into the going back to school and having to deal with people not wanting to wear masks and him having to like over mask. And, you know, because he has a newborn, he doesn't want his, his kid to get sick. So it's like you, it's just the, the epitome of uh, selfishness. It's so it's so no, I mean, I normally don't let these people get me so angry, but, mm-hmm. but because they keep saying my body, my choice, um, it doesn't affect you what I do. So why does it matter? But like, Brian, what you just said, it's like, no, it affects everybody with a baby and mm-hmm. everybody yeah. with somebody whose kid can get vaccinated. There are people who have conditions who have no antibodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the Delta variant, that is terrifying. Yeah. And the reason we are here, this wasn't inevitable. I just have like nothing, so little compassion left for these people. I know. It makes me feel bad. I'm mad at them for making me feel so dispassionate. Yeah. And I also am just like, 
they're you know they're getting fired now or like they're they're yeah, they're yeah. getting com- they're complaining because by september they're gonna have to ha- get a vaccine but it's just like yeah you're it's not your right to work somewhere mm-hmm. you have to do you know what i mean unfortunately you gotta get yeah. vaccinated in the beginning i really tried to have so much like sympathy and like more sympathy and compassion for these people but now it's getting to the point where it's it's really thin yeah (laughs) Mitch Mitch McConnell said the other day like I really had no idea we would have the problem people getting vaccinated like this is crazy it's like you didn't Mitch yeah fuck you Mitch yeah fuck you 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 fucking ruined this country you know he did he let all this happen So Florida isn't, as we said, on the education department's list because of litigation that blocked Ron DeSantis' order, but he is still trying desperately to keep tiny pieces of fabric off of children's faces. The Florida Department of Education has withheld funds from two school districts that made masks mandatory in classrooms this fall. It applies to Alucua County and Broward counties. So the state's education department said it would withhold a monthly amount that equaled a proportion of school board members' salaries. I'm only mentioning that because the state doesn't actually even pay their salaries. So basically mm-hmm. they're withholding an amount and the school districts are going to choose whether or not to keep paying school boards. But Aluchua County expects to lose $13,000 a month. That is food out of children's mouths Terrible. that he is taking. What mm-hmm. the fuck? I don't get it. Like, again, like whatever. The every vaccination... week we're surprised, but like. I'm, I'm not surprised. I just don't understand what the end game is like. Like. Just like Abbott was, you know, still fighting for, you know, it's like people, so many people are dying right now. Like, it's okay. Like, I'm just kind of like, whatever, be anti-mask, be anti-vax, even though you're vaccinated and you're a mask. Like, do it. You know, Abbott had COVID like last week and he's fighting mask mandates. And this, and this, I'm just like, why are you still like, why are you so dead pressed on like, if these schools want to mandate, but you know, it's just like, I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. Oh, I really, I want to, I wonder specifically why the education department did not go after Texas, but I mean, I was going to say, wouldn't it be like so politically terrible for Greg Abbott, who has a disability to be targeted by the department of education for discriminating against people with disabilities. He doesn't care. It wouldn't affect him at all. Like that's, he, he has never taken a, I mean, I don't want to say he never has. I, I, I am actually sure he, he probably like maybe on the weekends is a good person and does do things that help people. But he is doing every like, opportunity he has. I'm very sensitive. People have been criticizing me a lot lately. So I'm like, make your bigger like, Abbott's a good person. Oh, it's, what? It's also, people, like, the Abbott stands are in your mentions. <laughs> At what point, though, do they realize like like they are killing their constituents and the family members and the friends of their constituents and think that oh like what time what at what point does it come like for them because i I think think that they think this this shallowly like politically not viable to continue on this path because you know it's still florida and texas are just being brutalized right now by covid and the delta variant and people are going to re like does it, a Republican get- win the presidency without Florida or Texas? I'm not sure. Oh, guys, no. They're trying to cheat. They are making yeah. it legal to cheat. That's why they don't care. They want to cheat. And then the ones that make it out of COVID alive, which probably aren't going to be many, like are going to love them even more because the whole time they stood up for their rights and all this stuff. And like, if it wasn't for Biden's terrible policies, mm-hmm, like, exactly, then they would have done more. But because of Biden, whatever, and like, I fucking bet that they they are banking on 
Biden and Democrats to do the right thing so that they can at least like that's how these fucking people are. Of course. They know it's Good wrong. Point. They're they they're vaccinated, they don't care, but they want to look like they're doing shit. So they are they're banking on, you know, these like anti just and they so that they could be like, well, we tried it. Oh, this and that. Because I was reading that Biden was saying like they're gonna get federal stimulus money. Like yeah. any money that, that Ron exactly. DeSantis takes away. So that's exactly it. And it's just like I mean, that's kind of the curse of being a Democrat is that Republicans don't care. And they know that the Democrats will always try to do the like, you know, right thing or better thing or like try to, you know, not fucking let like sacrifice their own people to make a political point. And and Republicans will always do that. And that's why they always get their way. And it's so fucking annoying. And there's like no way for uh, like Democrats to win without sacrificing people and that's so unfair but it's like i mean i don't it's just like you know for them to be vaccinated and get the best like when when abbott had it he had the best treatment even though he was double vaccinated he got the like the best antiviral treatment that you can get basically and but the fact that they are aware of all this but they're still doing this and knowing that what they are doing the actions that they're making and the statements that they're saying are literally killing people Mm-hmm. and they can like live with themselves it's like who who is that it's yeah it's that's why it's gross so, and scary it's, it's so straight because you're right it's like we're always like oh well here uh, if, if, if this happens if we let republicans do this it'll be the worst case scenario it'll be the worst case scenario and then it feels like we always stop that from happening but it's like yo like six hundred fifty thousand people are dead it happened it's still mm-hmm. happening and i don't know if it's because it's been it's slow it's been a yeah. year and a half yeah. like had you told these these constituents a year ago like because of trump and your governor's actions this is the number we're gonna get to they would probably not vote for that person but it just happens over such a long period a lot of them would i mean i can really like i said i'm losing a lot of people are just shitty and just don't care if other people live or die but it's it's that democrats always rescue them from the worst case scenario and this which is just like the just nightmare scenario has been so protracted that we like i mean i don't i don't people don't even talk about the death counts anymore because yeah it's, it's like so we bad. failed. We already lost. But it's, and, and, you, know, we're, you know, we are back at a point where we're getting 100,000 people in the hospital every day. Um, deaths are since the first time since the spike in last winter. Um, deaths are back in the thousands every day. It's, you know, it's crazy. Unnecessary. But and it's so unnecessary because like 90 percent of them could have been prevented by a vaccine. And also, I, you know, I think some people do make more than 90. Yeah. Yeah, more Sorry. than 90, like 92, 95. But um, people do make the argument that Trump did lose the election because of how he handled COVID. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. you know, is really interesting. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, some people say that this is going to cost DeSantis whatever. I'd be really interested to see, like, the future, you know. In, in, and, and again, like, with Texas specifically, you know, you have Abbott and he sucks. But also, you know, Republicans are fighting against the, uh, you know, against abortion. And that is something that a lot of uh, Hispanic voters in that area care about. So it's kind of like that's why they're fighting against abortion, because they're not going to get them to fucking vote for, you know, Mm -hmm. anybody, you know, if they if they don't do that. have to double down on that culture Mm -hmm. war shit. Yeah. Whenever I like want to find a new story to put in the outline or something and I'll Google Ron DeSantis like two different op-eds will come up. One is like Floridians are finally turning on Ron DeSantis. And then another was like, 
nobody will ever care about what nobody Ron DeSantis will never pay. So yeah, I don't think it's, <laughs> it's too hard to sort of parse the, the political impacts right now, but he's certainly either. He certainly thinks that letting people die is no problem. 2022. We'll find out yeah. for both of them. So finally, the European Union removed the U.S. from its list of safe countries from which to welcome tourists with no restrictions. I think this sounds a, a little scarier than it is. Uh, if you've opened Instagram anytime in the last few weeks, you know that Europe is open to Americans. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody is on the Amalfi Coast. How did yeah. everybody? Why is everybody there? How? How can they do this? Yeah. When did they make these plans? Why was I not invited? There are a lot of <laughs> Americans in Europe right now. So other countries mm-hmm. removed from the safe list include Israel, Kosovo, Lebanon, Montenegro, and North Macedonia. So the U.S. was actually outpacing Europe in vaccinations in the spring and early summer. Mm-hmm. We hit a wall and they surpassed us. About 70% of EU adult citizens are fully vaxxed, but I think it's Denmark, Belgium, and Portugal are up to 80%. And the Netherlands, wow. and the Northern Western Europeans, they're, they're, in port, they're doing great. So if enforced, though, these restrictions would probably only apply to unvaccinated travelers. With this news story, people were reminded that um, the U.S. actually has never fully opened its borders to European travelers or citizens of Europe. They've remained closed to even vaccinated European travelers. I believe the only exceptions are, and Brian let me know, are for family members, citizens, and people who quarantine in a country who's not on our prohibited list. So if you went somebody for two somewhere for two weeks first and then came here, I think you'd be allowed in. But a lot of people have had real have not been able to travel this whole time from yeah. Europe into yeah. the United States. It's yeah. interesting. So I went to I went to Spain in July. And uh, to go there, you only need a vaccine. But in order to get back into the States, you have to have a like a test within 72 hours and be vaccinated. Mm. Um, so even then, it wasn't really equal. Um, but it is crazy. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> I also have a friend, another friend who has lived in like the, the vaccine mandates, like restrictions across travel don't really make sense in so many different, because, and, and I have a friend who's lived here on a work permit. He's from India, cannot leave the country because he wouldn't really be able to get back in because Mm -hmm. his passport is Indian, even though he's lived here and has a work permit. So like, it doesn't, they don't really line up. They don't make sense. Yeah. It just reminds you like how the fact that this has been so protracted has impacted so many people that we don't, in so many ways that don't always take up that much oxygen because obviously people are dropping dead. The economy is terrible. Kids have to go back to school that like, Mm -hmm. you don't really hear a lot of people saying like, yeah, I haven't seen my family from Europe in two years. And like, I might, Mm -hmm. I might not like, I I have, I have entered the area of TikTok where I see reunions of people. (laughs) And I had, I I actually will admit, I didn't know that it was still this restricted for Europeans to come in. And I realized most of those TikToks are like people visiting family from, from Europe. Yeah. It's just hilarious that that uh, we think that they're they coming in is going to be it's going to be the problem. Well, it's also it's like I for them like I guess obviously some of them want to see their family, but like why would you want to come here? But okay, no, truly, they'll come to New York because we we're, we're pretty okay here right now. Right, would, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Canada. Canada isn't on the prohibited list, so that sounds like a, a fun trip. Well, Go Canada, check out Canada. They're all like vaccinated and fucking. There, I mean, there was a period where Canadians were like, oh, you guys, you guys are doing so much better than us. We're jealous of you now. Wow. And then suddenly here we go. I, th- yeah. I think of the poor people in Australia who were 
oh party God. and hardy and now they're yeah. all locked down <laughs> and yeah. we were all so jealous of Rough. them all all the celebs so if you're listening from australia i'm thinking of you i know really yeah. truly <laughs> but also i'm just like what are their vaccination rates in australia i wonder because yeah that is something they're really that, low they're yeah. having a big problem i believe with access and access, they have so- a lot of astrazeneca so they're still mm-hmm. trying to overcome some hesitancy around that but i think it's getting better yeah, but they've like, just been locked down for incredible yeah, amounts. Yeah, twenty seven percent are fully vaccinated. So terrible! Wow, get vaxxed, Australia. Yeah, we want to come see you. Yeah. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Smith. I'm Millie Tamiris. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.